Hello from Suffolk, England, where a sunny start will give way to a mix of sun and cloud this afternoon. This weekend we might get a little rain on Saturday morning, and more sun and cloud on Sunday. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ hath made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Galatians chapter 5 verse 1 it's Friday the 17th of April, in the year of our Lord 2020, and it's time for a dose of civilised calm to end your week. This is Mark's Almanac, your regular respite from the madness of World War V, recorded in the peace of the English countryside. Now that it's all over, I may as well admit that there was a time during the affair of rock metal Todd when I thought that Jeeves was going to let me down. Silly of me, of course, knowing him as I do. But that is what I thought. It seemed to me that the man had the appearance of being baffled. The Rocky Todd business broke loose early one morning in spring. I was in bed, restoring the physique with my usual nine hours of the dreamless, when the door flew open and somebody prodded me in the lower ribs and began to shake the bedclothes in an unpleasant manner and after blinking a bit and generally pulling myself together, I located Rocky, and my first impression was that it must be some horrid dream. That's the opening of The Aunt and the Sluggard, a classic Jeeves story from P.G. Woodhouse, and a great option if you need some weekend reading. On this day in 1387, scholars say Geoffrey Chaucer's pilgrims would have begun their journey to Canterbury. In 1397, the Canterbury tale was told by Chaucer for the first time at the court of King Richard II, the nearest medieval equivalent to binge-watching a series on Netflix. It was a big hit. Also on this day, in 1622, Henry Vaughan was born in Newton St. Bridget, Wales. His work as a metaphysical poet was hugely influential, drawn on by, among others, Wordsworth, Tennyson, and the science fiction writer Philip K. Dick. Vaughan wrote the lines, I saw eternity the other night, like a great ring of pure and endless light. Here's a poem, the start of Chaucer's prologue to the Canterbury Tales. When April's gentle rains have pierced the drought of March right to the root and bathed each sprout through every vein with liquid of such power, it brings forth the engendering of the flower. When Zephyrus, too, with his sweet breath, has blown through every field and forest, urging on the tender shoots, and there's a youthful sun, his second half-course through the ram now run, and little birds are making melody, and sleep all night, eyes open as can be, so nature pricks them in each little heart. On pilgrimage, then, folks desire to start. The palmers long to travel foreign strands, to distant shrines renowned in sundry lands, and specially from every shire's end in England folks to Canterbury went. To seek the blissful martyr is their will, the one who gave such help when they were ill. That's almost all for this week. I'll be back on Monday. If you need a film to watch tonight, I'll be enjoying Powell and Pressburger's A Canterbury Tale. Or how about The Private Life of Sherlock Holmes, Vintage Billy Wilder, and the inspiration for the TV series Sherlock? 
if you need some music to wake up to, how about listen to the music from the Doobie Brothers? We're going to dance our blues away. If you know anyone who might need a touch of calm, do please share this. Until Monday, stay civilised, keep calm, and please keep washing your hands. Have a lovely weekend.